Hello and welcome to another serious episode. Hopefully one of the last few serious episodes of Kids Cast. Today's Monday, 26th of February. It's 11:17 p.m. and it's day 35 of this podcast. So this is episode 35 technically. I think I hope so. Sorry for missing a couple of like two episodes I think. Uh I promised you that it's never going to be because of procrastination. It's never going to be about losing faith or counting views or whatever. It's always going to be I'm going to skip an episode if something super serious is happening or I'm literally incapable of being at a computer or being at home. I even recorded podcasts in the car in Warsaw while I was traveling. So just because I skipped two episodes, know that something super serious has been going on. Um, in this podcast, I'm talking usually about my personal self-development journey, trying to make it in life, whatever that means. We're going to discuss habits, routines, pomodoros, work-life balance, fitness, healthy food, life hacks, being a dad, productivity, running startups, and creating apps. If that's your cup of tea, walk with me. Put on your shoes, put on your headphones, go outside for a walk. Thank yourself later. If you watch 100 episodes of this podcast, you'll be very fit, hopefully, depending on how you eat. If you're new here, my name is Kitze. I'm the founder of Sizi, the browser for developers, Benji, the LifeOS, and Zero to Ship, the course that helps you ship your SaaS using the technology stack that I'm using in all of my apps. Someone tweeted at me today, like, when is Zero to Ship dropping? It dropped. That's it. You have 25 hours of material. Go ship your SaaS. Stop procrastinating. Uh, don't forget to send me video or comment questions. And conferences I'm going to, I have a couple of new ones. So uh, I got invited to the Geek Conf uh, in Berlin um, sometime in July, I think 25th of July. And I'm going to, I got invited, I still haven't accepted to React India in October. So those are new ones. I haven't mentioned the other ones. I'm going to InfoBip Shift in Croatia in September, React Alicante in September, and one more conference is split at some freaking point. But the thing that I said that I want to do more conferences this year, it's already filling up. I would still like to do at least at least five more, hopefully 10 more. We'll see. If I have one per month, I'm going to be satisfied. So before we talk about the, the real shit, let's just um, do a little Benji review. Uh, don't judge my flashing to-dos here. I, I tried to pick up everything that MG left. I forgot that I have a bunch of things that I delegated to him basically. And now I was like, oh shit, let me log into his account in Benji and start transferring things back to me. And now it's very messy. Also, I've been thinking that the email is clear because I delegated the email to him. Turns out a bunch of emails were stuck in the team inbox. And instead of assigning them to me, he just commented, I need help with this one. So when I was saying, I'm so happy that my inbox is clear because I was seeing that there's only like five emails assigned to me. Turns out I had way, way more emails. So today I spent most of the day on emails. And um, I, I cleaned a bunch of them. I think I have around 15 left. So tomorrow I'm going to finish my emails. Apologize for someone if it's a, if you're a Sizi customer or zero shipped user and you're waiting for my reply. It's been a messy period for me overall, work and, and personal. Uh, sleep time and sleep score, I can say, because uh, things got kind of resolved. Uh, my personal things uh, that I, I didn't sleep well, but I was sleeping enough hours. So Things are going back to normal now. Hydration, did my hydration, did my fasting as standard, started another fast. For weight, I hit my lowest weight in the past, I don't know, in the past, like really long, like it's been here since September. Like even before September, probably it's been more than five, six months that I had this weight. So today I hit 93.1. I think I want to hit 92 uh, soon, soon, maybe even tomorrow. What makes me happy is first of all, I stopped feeling craving sweet anything after lunch I'll even forget about food maybe because I was busy with you know with this life situation that happened and I just forget that after lunch like I don't feel any cravings or any urge to eat something um also I added cheat meals in my wife in my wife yeah I had a cheat I, I shoved some cheat meals in my wife's mouth she was like no no not the cheat meals I'm like you gotta eat this pizza I, I'm amazed by my wife and how much she, she lost her pregnancy weight. Like she can start wearing a crop top and she has visible abs. And the woman has been pregnant. Dude, if I was pregnant, bye. Bye, that's it. For the rest of my life, I should be like, body positivity and don't judge me. And she already lost the weight. Freaking amazing. Um, what I'm happy is that I, I added cheat meals to my life. So once per week, like uh, I was visiting my sister and brother-in-law and we had pizza. And also that day we had um, nacho chips with cheese dip and beer with my wife she wasn't drinking obviously she's breastfeeding I, I, I like I found this 0% alcohol beer that I like 
and um i i really like it so i don't need the normal beer because like i don't like the offense the effect of drunkness of being drunk i just like the taste of beer even if it's non-alcoholic i've been back and forth between all of these discussions on twitter about there's so many young people like gen z going down with the amount that they drink and they don't like alcohol and it's a new modern thing yada 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 and i've been on you know on both sides of the discussion I'm like oh fuck people who don't drink that at all they're like so exhausting and they're like trying to pretend yada 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 and i've also been on the other side where i'm like i drink four or five times per year like why don't they quit it completely like i don't remember a time in my life where drinking brought something good i don't know i don't like the feeling at all even after one and a half glasses of wine the tipsiness the dizziness like i don't i don't like any of it so i can never make up my mind about this so you see my no alcohol habit um most of the time is hit for 99% of the year i would say so i'm like at this point why not go 100% and have a non alcoholic beer every once in a while whatever um yeah so lowest weight even with cheat meals and i relaxed and added a little bit of white carbs to my diet a little bit of cow milk a little bit of mixed nuts and all of these things that i said i'm not going to have and my weight is still going down so i'm finally learning to eat normally even like usually when like an emotional turmoil will would happen in my life and this is like one of the probably worst things like i cannot go in details and talking about this but um previously for way more for things that don't matter and for things that were way less stressful i would just jump to eating and i would you know destroy myself from eating like this spike that you see here uh in in december to january um like it it's very short it's like two weeks in two weeks time i can gain all of this weight so i was losing my weight since november to 6th of december like i was losing all of this weight and then bam in two weeks like i, I gained all of it back which is crazy i feel like i'm out of this spiral hopefully i'm out of this spiral i don't, I don't fucking know with this thing it never ends i can admit that i have some sort of food disorder food addiction curing other shit you know with food like everyone finds their own vice in a way um and i was always super judgmental of people who have a certain vice I, i was always super judgmental of people overall period I was like how could they do this how could they do that like i remember losing weight for the first time i started pe- seeing people like i was eating a salad with a friend from work back in the day when i worked in macedonia and i look at pe- like a guy walks in he has just a little bit of a stomach a little bit of a tummy and i say to my friend i don't get it man i don't get it how some people can be fat like so just and, and you were that fucking guy um a while ago so I, I don't know. I've tried, you know, I, I've been talking because uh, there's, you know, I've been saying that I've been doing therapy, but I actually counted the times and throughout the last four years, like since COVID started, literally since 2020 until now, I've been in less than 10 sessions, probably maybe 10, 11, 12 sessions in total, which is nothing. I have so many fucking things going on. I'm going through so many things professionally and personally, all sorts of shit with the food. And I'm not doing it enough, honestly. I'm just fucking around. I'll try a person, a new therapist. I had like three so far. Tried them a couple of times. Be like, oh no, I'm better than blah, blah, whatever. And just leave it. And I should just start seriously going and just figure out all of my issues. But what I wanted to say, just to go back to the review is, I feel like I'm finally handling the food thing properly. Like I'm just eating properly. I'm letting myself enjoy just a little bit more without going overboard. Maybe that I'm not doing sweets and the sweets were the thing that were just giving me imbalance in my life. But anyway, happy that i lost weight don't want to talk about this this more and maybe one last thing i want to say is at some point uh, my wife had a, a work a colleague from her work she started like a practice uh, she had issues with anorexia and bulimia and so more serious food issues so i don't want to uh, i don't want to label my thing as a food whatever serious issue because it might offend some people who actually had serious issues but it's also not not normal you might call it overeating you might call it whatever And she was like this friend she started her own practice she went through you know studies and all sorts of shit because she had the problems and now she's coaching people about these problems do you want to go so i went a couple of times and of course on the way home from her session i was buying sweets didn't fucking work because i realized you know she wants to she wants to dig in more and i'm like oh shit it's not only about the freaking food it's like about more things happening it's not as simple as like let's just address the food and why don't you eat a salad anyway going in a good direction we'll see how long it's going to last i think the podcast is also helping just being accountable sharing my things every day maybe not consciously all the time but maybe subconsciously is like you don't want to show yourself as a piece of shit and at the same time try to inspire people to to be better that was the initial name of bench it was better like i wanted to create a community of people who are trying to be to be better 
Uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I want to set the price high. Like maybe start with a price of like $19 per month or $15 per month. Just so there's an entry fee. So you promise yourself in a way like I'm going to pay this price because I'm serious about changing my life. If I make it a free app or I make it some silly price like $4 or whatever, the believer plan right now is folded $4, which is silly. People won't take that seriously. You know, they'll just start the app. They'll just fuck around for a little bit and be like, ah, whatever, like this didn't fix me. Just one of my thoughts. Um, regarding workouts, um, I started working out with uh, with Benji again. So that's definitely not where I wanted to go. Where's the freaking fitness thing? Workouts, workouts here. Um, so I canceled my Copilot subscription. I'm not going to use the Copilot trainer because I said they're not... I didn't feel a connection with this trainer. I didn't feel like he was making me better. I think they were using AI probably to just, you know, coach people and increase the reps and whatever. So today I did this, I call it the disco workout. In Benji, you can give workouts names or it auto, the name auto gets, gets, fuck, I'm so tired. The name gets auto-populated from the muscle groups. So today I was doing push-ups, four sets of push-ups, four sets of barbell bench press, three sets of barbell curl and four sets of dumbbell curl. Absolute disco workout, just biceps and chest. I'm planning to have like a very simple workout routine that I'll start loving and I'll start sticking to without doing some weird like, extensions is a weird shoulder shit. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm going to try it. I said um, three times per week. And eventually, like if you're interested, like if you are more experienced with fitness and you're interested in becoming like a Benji coach, let me know because I want to add a feature where coaches will be able to take clients in Benji and not only manage their workout, but also manage their diet, fasting and a bunch of other shit. So if you're interested in becoming a coach, I haven't even thought about how much I would pay uh, for someone to be a coach. Like definitely there's going to be, be a fee if you have a call call with one of the Benji customers. Like you would get paid for that hour of you talking to them. And then for every interaction you have, like creating a workout or managing their meal plan or whatever. I'll find a way to measure it. But if you're interested in talking about this or you know someone who might be, uh, please, please let me know. Because first of all, I would need it for myself. Like I would love to have a coach in Benji which helped me with the workouts and the fasting and diet and a bunch of other shit. And also I would like it for other people because... Just signing up for an app and starting to use an app in itself, it's not its not a solution because you stop using it after three days and there's no one to keep you accountable. Anyway, this is the workout that I did today. Um, I didn't walk 10,000 steps because I'm just even proud that I did this freaking workout today. Like I'm, I've been not working out for so long. I'm kind of back. So shit going on, I'm going to explain in personal life that I didn't, I didn't want to force the, the walk. Meals, I've been eating super clean. So if you go to food, um, everything is fine. Uh, as I said, no sweets, no no extra shit. Uh, Pomodoros, I worked only for a few hours today. Um, so two hours and one minute says the Pomodoro, but it's one of the things on the bingo card, but probably I, I missed like at least one. I think I'd, I, I think I worked for at least three hours today. Maybe I wasn't tracking properly, whatever. Uh, last thing is the habits, which is going to surprise you because I've been kind of crushing my habits. I kind of got a little bit more serious about the habits. As you can see, I did most of the things in the morning routine. I postponed the meeting with Arthur, the, the physical therapist, because of, of the entire personal situation. I haven't been doing most of my habits, let alone the leg exercises. So morning and any time are almost perfect. Night, we don't talk about the night routine. I'll try to involve it. Uh, when I say routine, like why did I do the morning routine? Because finally Benji has a native app and I hated using that web app so much. In order to stay, in order to do a routine... Like, what is a routine for me? Like, I, I, I made a morning routine, which literally explains step-by-step step what I do since the moment I wake up till I start working. So, as the first item of the routine is literally take a blouse and take pants and take Benji, the dog, not the app, downstairs. And then take the watch, put it in your hand, and then go to the toilet, and then brush your teeth, and then open the windows, and then take your bottle, wa- bottle of water, Bring it upstairs. Have two sips. Take the dog. Take it outside. Open the things. Do the trash cans. Come back at home. Like I, I followed all of the things today except no social because the iPad is not, um, the iPad is still not properly blocked. So it followed all of the freaking things today, and I'm like, this is what I need. I need routine. I love using routines. I just hated using the Benji mobile app. So I want to start, you know, slowly. Let's do the morning routine for a couple of times, then in- involve the night routine, then start with the work routine because I want to be more focused when it comes to work. Not just randomly, scatteredly open um, open Gmail and Missive and Slack and a bunch of things and pings and GitHub. It's just random shit that doesn't lead to an actual goal. 
So if you're wondering how did he suddenly do the morning routine is I started actually grouping my habits in a routine and not just randomly hoping that I'll do all of this, uh, all of these habits. So we'll see how, how much is going to last, but definitely what I've been missing is a proper routine on, on my phone. Um, let's mention my goals because I don't want to ignore my goals. I, I wanted today to drop every, everything and code a new feature in Benji for goals, but I didn't. Uh, I wanted, but I knew that it is not the mature and smart thing to do right now. So my goals are getting to 85 kilos, which I'm slowly getting there. I'm actually surprised at, at how close I am. Like a couple more kilos and I'll be at 85 kilos. Paying out this house, I'm getting super uh, serious about this. Some DMs happening, some work happening, uh, some plans happening for me to focus a little bit more on this goal through my actions. Instead of coding random shit in the Benji um, native app, I want to I wanna work with a strategy. This is why I wanted to code. Sorry that I'm scratching my nose so much. It's like, I hate this microphone because there's so much dust gathering on it that as soon as you start talking into it, like it puffs the dust back up and all of this micro hears and, and bullshit. And then you cannot talk because it gets all scratchy. I want to get a metal microphone that's only metal on top. Not this freaking bullshit, even though I love the look of this microphone. Uh, what the fuck was I saying about goals? Yeah, I see that I miss goals as a feature for a lot of things in my life, both personal and work-wise, to prioritize the things like I think that you can even do a huge impact, a way bigger impact than you if you work three hours, but according to your goals, then if you work eight hours or what I was doing last week, just burning myself out all day, but without a goal. What's the end goal? Nothing. I didn't share the Benji native app with users. I didn't share it on test flight. I didn't make Benji paid. I didn't come up with a pricing strategy, but all of those things are hard. Like sitting down and having a meeting with a person I'm planning to having a meeting with about Benji pricing and talking about users and user personas and breaking down a bunch of shit. That's hard. It's easy to just get lost and code all day. That's like super fucking easy. I want to do the hard right things according to my goals. And I was actually on a good trajectory today until I realized like, there's so much pressure when MJ left, like there's so many things unfinished. Like I cannot be a kid and fuck around and not pay my taxes and not answer customers. So I just started cleaning my email and it literally took all of the hours today because I didn't work that many hours, like almost three hours. And hopefully tomorrow is going to be different. But yeah, four books per month. This is not a very serious goal and I'm not doing anything about it. To be honest, now that the iPad is back in my life, I don't even read at all. Uh, six pack this summer. Um, I almost texted my old trainer who was asking for an insane price. He asked me for, uh, because he knows that I can pay that. I just don't want to pay him that because previously I was paying him um, around 30 euros per training. And he was like, I can definitely come to your house, but it's going to be like 60 euros per training. And I'm like, mm, I did like, he wasn't that good to be actually worth it 60 euros per training. But on the other hand, I'm so busy right now. I don't want to be like, I canceled co-pilot and I'm going to work out on my own. And that leads to injuries because I'm not going to do all the right movements. So today I started writing a draft. Like, I want you to come to my place until I find a trainer. But then knowing myself, I'll never find a new trainer. So I don't know what's better. Just get this guy who's going to be super expensive. And three times per week, 60 euros, and then apply it to a month. It's not um, a small amount of money. Or on the other hand, you you be like hurting yourself with injuries and shit. And I know that I'm not going to find another trainer easily. So, but I know that I super seriously need it because I'll, if I continue working out by myself, I won't have a six pack this summer because I don't give a shit about core exercises or doing some hard shit. I'm only doing the disco workout and, and fucking around basically. Fixing the leg pain, as I said, I, I texted Arthur. We're going to do the meeting next week and hopefully I'll do the exercises by, by then. So let's talk uh, what's been going on. I cannot tell you in details. Uh, as I told you, everything is fine with my wife and my daughter. It just concerns other things. And um, you can guess, but that's the entire point of this, that your guessing won't get you far because when you're guessing, you're going like very shallow. Oh, probably this happened, probably that. We will never fucking guess. And I'll ask people, especially like personal friends, because they've been texting about what, what's going on with this, what's going on. Please don't ask me about this. Like, I'll never tell you the details of what happened because it's, at the end of the day, it's like personal family shit and stuff. But I would have never guessed like, and anyway, I, I want to keep it superficial. Like, just what are the lessons that I've learned from this? Not talk about the actual situation. Because um, I said, I'm going to be super honest with you. And I mentioned in the last episode, I want you to know, like when you look at the habits and when you look at me winning or failing or whatever, I want you to see everything. Of course, I can't assure you all the details, but I want you to have the complete picture. If you're like, what the fuck was he working that hard? Why was he overworking himself? Because that was the easiest for me to just escape in a way from the, the shit that's been going on. It's not the right strategy, but it is the truth. Just so you, you're you not like, 
what was the what was the thing that sparked a fire in him? He's so inspiring. He's been like, don't overwork yourself. Work smart. I still believe, like I've been on both sides, like ping-ponging in my life. It is important to push sometimes. But I, I think if I would choose between the two and sign somewhere, what do I want? Which one would I do? I would 100% sign the work-life balance, work even four hours, three hours, maximum five hours per day. And you can have a bigger impact than if you just overwork yourself all day. Because uh, there, there's been, what is this saying? Work expense to the time you allot to it or something like that. Like if you give yourself eight hours, it will take you eight hours to do a task. If you give yourself three, you can do it in three. So I think I'm making, I'm making better moves when I'm, that these are very rare periods of my life. I don't want to lie to you. Like it's a very rare periods when I'm like, okay, I'm determined. I'm going to do things according to my goals. Something happens, that slips away and I go back to just, ah, YOLO, whatever, work on whatever I want. It's very childish to be like, I'll work on whatever I want. Ah, I won't pay taxes. Ah, fuck running a company. Ah, I don't like it. I, I've been working with Shivam, working with Shivam on the new docs for, for Sizi. He's been working for two months. I haven't gotten a single update from this guy. I like I, I'm supposed to pay him a salary for two months, a full ass salary for a full time. I don't even know if he worked all the hours. I haven't like today I texted him, hey, can can you start sending me video updates of what you do? And I was like, but I'm ninety five percent done. I'll just send you a video of like everything that was done. So that's not taking things or people seriously. Like I'm just fucking around. I want to change, but um, it's hard. Anyway, back to the personal situation. Um, it was very very painful for me, and um, you don't know how good you have like. You never know how good and easy you have it until your life changes, basically. I never knew how easy was my life before um, we had a kid. I'm not saying now it's hard, but it's definitely different. And the time constraints are different. And I'm asking myself, what the fuck was I doing with all the time in the world? Just complaining? Dude, if I had a kids cast like a year, year and a half ago, shit would have been ridiculous. The amount of complaints I would do about... I'm not sure whether to build this Lego or that Lego or play this movie or that show. Like the, the problems are fucking ridiculous. If you find yourself in this situation, I know you cannot simulate what it would be like if it was more complex or more painful, but you have it easy. If you don't have serious, list down your problems and see how easy they are. Especially I've been mentioning this again and again and again, just to drill it in people's heads. If you don't have a kid, if you don't have a pet, if you don't have a partner, I'm not saying like... A, aspire to have all of those things but if you don't you also have all the bandwidth all the fucking time stop fucking wasting it on social media stop wasting it scrolling and doing all of the shit do something big so your future self will thank you because you hopefully want to have a family and kids and pets and all of that shit and you would want to devote time to them but if you don't have a structure thankfully i've built some base i've already built something in my life that now i can you know just enjoy a little bit more and decide whether i'm going to work five hours or eight hours but Please do that for yourself if you have all of the time. And if your life is good, like you don't know how fucking good you have. And I swear to God, like the first time in my life, a few years ago when I got anxiety and, and all sorts of shit that happened during COVID, I was like, holy shit, man, life can be serious. Life can be bad. Like I didn't know how good I had it until fucking yesterday. Speaking of judging, I don't, I don't think that I, I'm not sure if I mentioned this or not because people experience anxiety and all of this shit in very different, um, I think that word, you know, sounds scary. But I also know that, like, I come from Macedonia and there's not a fucking person there that hasn't felt anxiety, depression, all of this shit. They just don't label them that way. They just, it's just scary terms, you know. It's like they don't label shit, but everyone has been going through the shit on, on different levels. When they would just worry, words like, oh, I'm shaken or oh, I'm nervous or I'm this and that. The first time I had it, uh, like, I've only had it, like, severe anxiety, like, once and it lasted for a week and it just beats up your body so much that you, don't know that you could feel that tired. You don't know that you can feel that glued to a bed. Like I remember just sunbathing on the balcony, listening to music, trying to heal in a way that I couldn't fucking lift my body up properly. Like I was just a shell of a person for like a few days. So naturally it happens to you for the first time. You don't know why. <laughs> Overworking yourself, changing your life during COVID. Like I was constantly going conferences, friends and people like my, my friends and acquaintances, they were all at conferences. Like when that was taken away, when we were in lockdown and everything and I was just overworking myself, and eating sugar and a bunch of shit. It was just a recipe for, for my mental health disaster. And I remember not knowing what was happening. I wanted to drive to get a blood test the next day. But I was so shaken up. Like you're not yourself. Like everything is amplified. Sounds, other people. Like I remember driving. And I was driving like 20 kilometers per hour. And ca cars were honking. And they were judging. And they were waving and all sorts of shit. And I'm like, but they don't know how bad I feel right now. Like I was, 
you feel like you're constantly on the verge of crying, like your eyes are watered up and it is, you need a person to just touch you like this and you will just fall and break down. And I'm like, how many times in my life, man, have I acted like this towards people, whether it's in traffic or in person or seeing someone in the supermarket and be like, oh, this slow fucking idiot moron, like just calling people names and not knowing what's happening in that car, not knowing what's actually happening in their life. It's it like, but that lasted for a very short period. I was like, I want to be more accepted from people. From now on, I'll accept everyone. Three days passing, they're like, oh, fuck that fucking idiot. Like, we don't take this for longer periods. I remember, like, the nurses taking my blood. They were just very nervous about, I don't know, maybe their their life. And they were very snappy at me. Like, they were, uh, I was supposed to bring, like, this is disgusting, but but fuck it. Uh, like, a urine test in the thingy, in the plastic thing. And, and she was like, put it there. But I, I was so out of place that I didn't know where to put it. I put it in the wrong place and she started yelling. And I'm like, bro, you don't know how I feel right right now. You're ripping me apart. Like, I remember going back to my car with my wife, just started crying. And she's like, what happened? And I'm like, honestly, nothing, nothing serious happened. But I'm so fucking shaken up. So anyway, I tried to be less judgmental after that. Like, it passed. And thankfully, it's been like four years, I, I guess, at this point since I had that, like, severe anxiety. I had just normal doses from time to time. And honestly, I haven't even had it. In a year and a half, I, I felt just perfectly fine. Um, but I thought I'm going to be less judgmental and all this shit. Not, nothing lasts with a human, you know? Not, nothing fucking lasts. Like, we had a flood for three days. I'm like, uh, I'm going to take all the measures and whatever. And after three days, like, a flood would never happen to me again, right? It's silly. So, uh, yeah, about the situation, it's like um, a lot of times you're you know, especially me, you might judge me in a lot of ways. And I won't judge you if you actually judge me. If you're like, what is he doing? He's just going in cycles. He's just, you know, he's so close to this kind of success. Like so many people text me with different things like, hey man, if you only just focus and double down on that. And hey man, like Blink is a great idea for a product. But if you polish it, you would do that. And hey man, I think your problem is actually this. Your problem is actually that. I'm like, yeah, I kind of fucking know all of this. It's just hard to, you know, compose all of it together. And a lot of times I'm asking myself, like, why am I, scared of success like why am i treating money and finances in a way like ah, oh, fuck it i don't give a fuck there must be something deeper there where you get offers for money and shit and like you don't respect it in a way i don't respect my customers i don't like a lot of time i answer customer emails i'm like oh, fuck. oh fucking kill me customer like the way i treat money like having the cz landing page being down for days like two weeks people are begging me to leave, leave me money like i see the emails they're like hey we're a team of that many people who want to sign up. What's going on? And I'm like, I don't calculate it. Like a team of people signing up is going to be like 300, 400 euros per, per year. Like the right people with the right mind, like entrepreneurs would actually fight for the last fucking penny. And you would see someone being, I don't know, a multimillionaire, but still wanting to get their $3 back for whatever. And you'd be like, oh my God, what is wrong with him? He's so cheap or whatever. But actually the reason that he's a multimillionaire is because they respect money. and They'll find every fucking last way on earth to 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 get money and to make more money from money. Not someone like me who's like, I only want to work on the things I want to work. I, I, I've honestly been lucky that people like my ideas enough to give me money about them because I've been treating the development of Sisi or Benji or whatever. I saw a Rick, Rick Rubin video today. He was saying the same thing and I'm like, I fucking get it. Rick Rubin was talking, but he, if you don't know who he is, he's a famous music producer. Probably he produced an album of one of your favorite bands of artists. There's like a high chance him doing that. He says something like the way I approach art, and I'm not saying that my apps are art, but I also approach life and apps that way is I'm selfishly making something for myself, not for the audience. He was like, when you feel, when you hear um, a bad album or whatever, probably there's a high chance that the producer and the artist was trying to craft something that the audience might like. And then you don't give your 100% in it because what's your audience? It's a mix of people and you'll never satisfy everyone. But if you satisfy yourself, like your need, why are you making a certain thing? There's a bigger chance people will see authenticity in it and they're actually going to like it. And that's how I've been approaching my apps. Starting with Sizi, I've been joking that it's a very uh, problem-driven development. Like it's a problem-driven development because users have been like, hey, why don't you add A, B, and C? And I've been like, no, I know what I need because customers and users wouldn't know what they need. I know what I need and I need it for me. And it just coincidentally happened that the ideas are good and users also like it and they give me money for it but I don't like working on things that go against me like I didn't like working on a course because that's not me I don't put myself 100% in the in the, in the thing so when people give me ideas for Benji like I know all the shit dude in the beginning they're like why do you keep adding more features why don't you focus on polishing the design and I'm like 
but I don't mind that some features and some, like a lot of parts of Benji are unpolished. I don't mind that. I would mind if I don't have a feature for fasting or for journaling or for whatever. So I'm selfishly building the shit for me. And why am I satisfied with Benji at the end of the day? Like the current MRR that it makes is like $600 per month or something, which is not bad for a product where I only prioritize myself and I haven't even prioritized money. At the end of the day, I removed the wait list, the invite list, and I made the product free. Like the people that give me money is just because they want to give me money. Most of the app is freaking free. The paid features are webhooks and whatever. So people are like, oh, you know, you can do this with it and you can do that with it and the ways you can monetize it. But I'm like, yeah, for now, I just want to build it for for myself, you know? And I think that is the way I'm going to continue doing that. I build so many people have been babbling about iOS app until I needed it for myself. I didn't even care that they need an iOS app. Maybe it's selfish. Maybe it's call it whatever you call it. I know that this is the right way uh, to do things. So I don't know how I jumped so many tangents on tangents and I don't know how I filled 30 minutes with, with talking because I have more fucking shit to say here. Um, What I was saying is, yeah, I was puzzled by why am I a certain way and why am I acting a certain way and what are my issues and what are my problems and you're digging and digging and digging and you find some things and you find some conclusions and some things are left unanswered. But with everything that happened, like I learned some things about myself and about my childhood and about a bunch of other things that suddenly like, like everything is super painful and scary and all sorts of shit but suddenly it's like a you know like a curtain gets lifted and like the fog gets gets lifted and you're like holy shit like it answers a billion fucking questions about why a certain things certain way like i'm definitely like this situation is not it's done done in a way that there's nothing more to you know resolve there but now i have to deal with something with something that i've never had to deal before and i like there's a lot of work ahead of me to just start learning like who I am and what I am and why am I a certain way and what are my issues. Like there's a lot of work that I need in front of me and it's nothing to do with therapy. I mentioned this before, like therapy can be treated as a joke, honestly. It's like right now I can turn off this call and talk to a therapist. It's like after 30, 40 minutes, farts, nothing. I can just turn off the call and move on with my life. I realize how much work I need to do by myself. Like the rest of the 99% of the time that's left of the week, I need to work out a bunch of shit, dude. Like a bunch of shit. It's like we don't. Uh, as I said, you don't know how how good you have it until you know. Like, it's it's a very deep topic, and unfortunately, I cannot talk about anything. I cannot talk about everything to actually let you know. Like, I know right now your mind is spinning, and you're guessing it might be that, it must be that. It's like you would never, ever, ever fucking guess it. It would never be something superficial. It would never be something, maybe even common, or I don't know how to say it. Dude, I don't even want to guide you in a direction to to guess what what the fuck has been happening. Because it's been like many layered situations, many, 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 many like untangling of like so many fucking things. And the conclusions that I can get here is um, like maybe for a lot of people this wouldn't be as as a shocking of a situation. But as I mentioned, that like as soon as we moved out and started traveling, and uh, like having the only friends be at conferences and you see them once per month and you see random people. Like the way that we isolated my, ourselves here, just me and my wife, and um, is not a good way to live. Like you need, you need people, you need connections, you need examples, you need, um, yeah, you need people in your life. I read this book called The Outliers, and uh, I think I mentioned um, that the, the opening chapter of this book was about why do people uh, in a certain village in Italy live above a um, hundred years, and people twenty kilometers away from that village just live normally and die of heart attacks and they die of whatever shit and in this village it seems like a miracle is happening there so your guess would be like are they working out are they doing triathlons or some crazy shit absolutely not are they doing guilty healthy food italians are you fucking kidding me like pasta for life even though it's homemade pasta wine cheese all sorts of shit no um if it's the sun or the climate it would be the same 20 kilometers away from from that little village or whatever anyway not to drag it on you can guess 30 fucking reasons the final reason is these people in this village treated everyone like family. Basically, they formed this strong bond and this strong community that it's not about whatever Huberman tells you that you need to do cold plunges and you need to do sauna and you need to do all of that shit. And I want to praise myself. I did 20 minutes of sauna, like scorching hot sauna, 100 degrees, and then very cold shower, sustained it perfectly. But it's nothing to do with longevity. I think we're missing the crucial factor people and i think we're fucking that up as humanity dude like we're fucking that up i don't want to use the word society because i said if i use that in a serious context just that's the final episode it should be the the final episode society day society that's gonna be the title of the thing 
But I think we're really fucking up that we think we're more connected, constantly texting and all of that. She just, we're, we're making ourselves way too important. We're building ourselves as the main character in our life and we forget that we're part of a community and we forget that we're normal people at the end of the day. Like you self-inflate so much with getting likes and getting recognition, getting this and getting that, that at the end of the day, you just, your ego gets so big. I've read this book somewhere on my shelf, Ego is the Enemy, twice, forgot all about it, forgot all about it. We forget that we're just normal people who just need people around them, whether it's for a good example, bad example, whether it's to get inspired or whether it is to be grateful that your situation is not that bad if you compare yourself to other people. If you just isolate yourself, you are the best when good things happen to you and you are the worst, you're a piece of shit when average and normal things happen to you, but you don't know that they're normal because you don't have people to show you that it's normal. And you think like, oh my God, the worst is happening to me. I have the worst life right now. It's like super fucking bad. So these people in the village live like that because when someone was sick, everyone was helping. Someone didn't have money, everyone was helping. When they were celebrating, they were celebrating together. And just the feeling of community that is lost nowadays, they had it and that's why they live longer. And so many of us are missing the point by doing a list of 45 habits and doing this and that. But at the end of the day, what's eating you from, from within is like, Everyone gets isolated. Everyone is pushing you away. Like if pe- previously you could just meet people just randomly. Now everyone's just buried with their face, with their headphones. Like it's it's going to get harder and harder, I think, from here. You know, like when we're going to have VR goggles and whatever. At this point, it's just headphones. But you can still wave. People can still wave at each other to ask for whatever directions or whatever bullshit it is. Like me, the technology lover and whatever. Um, first time I went to Netherlands and I saw like a cashless cashierless supermarket where there's not even cashiers like I've I've seen self-checkout probably the first time when I started traveling but I've never seen a supermarket with no cashiers and the stupid young naive me was like oh man this is where the future is going because what is a cashier doing they're just standing they're just doing beep beep they don't like their job we don't like them there and but it's sad where it's gonna end up it's like everything will be automated everything will be AI everything will be like we're going to take down human connection to a level zero, literally, because we won't even say good morning to a, to a cashier. I didn't get it then. I get it now. The, the direction that this is going, it fucking sucks. You know, it's fucking horrible. Anyway, not to get too philosophical, back to the uh, issue at hand. Yeah, I was saying that we don't have, uh, you don't know how good you have it unless you hang out with a lot of people and a lot of examples. So then you can see the average and be like, oh, it's actually not that. So I'm missing a lot of gratitude in my life. Like I did the gratitude journal today. And dude, for the first time in forever, I felt that shit. Like I filled half of that book with bullshit. I'm grateful for the sun. I'm grateful for every butterfly that landed on a flower. Fuck all that shit. Dude, I felt it today. I'm going to be honest with you. I was sobbing. I was crying. I was processing shit going through me that I feel grateful for the life that I have. And I feel grateful for the people around me, for my parents, for my grandparents, for my sister, for, for my kid, for my wife, for my dog, for fucking everything but I felt it really so I'm like oh you really need to you know some shit to happen to you so you finally start feeling grateful and I blame myself for it I'm like I'm not grateful enough like so many people are envious of of the life I have and hopefully they wouldn't be if they know you know all the nitty-gritty and they know like there was this whatever it was a song or something that you wouldn't want to swap lives if you yeah the theme of it I don't know the exact bars or whatever but the theme was like you wouldn't want to be in my shoes if you know the entire story. You would want to nitpick certain things. Like, I want a sauna. I want this. I want a product that brings MRR. Like, you don't want all the shit that, that comes with it. So I definitely need more gratitude to properly work on it. Not just scribble for a minute and then just throw the notebook away and just move on and be on Twitter. And look at that motherfucker, you know. Um, I want to stop judging people less because my wife has been trying to tell me this for the longest period. To stop judging other people, to stop being on this high horse, to stop acting like everyone is worse than me and whatever. I learned something about me, uh, like definitely not enough gratitude, not enough empathy and judging people way too much. So I've been, you know, Googling and chatting and all sorts of shit this day while all of this was resolving. And I got into the Wikipedia article for narcissistic personality disorder, which is, um, I always, yeah, like since a kid, I got this as a, oh, a narcissist is someone who just likes themselves too much. Ha ha ha, you're a narcissist. Like, we would just use that term very freely. But when you read the Wikipedia thing, not some fucking bullshit article, like it's a personality disorder characterized by a lifelong pattern of exaggerated feelings of self-importance, pain, an excessive need for admiration, pain, and a diminished ability to empathize with other people's feelings, pain. 
Do I feel it? No, because I don't fucking feel other people's feelings. I just go around and judge. How could she be fat? How can he be fat? How can they be like this? How are they living life this way? Like you think that you're the best and you live the best life. And then your bubble just bursts and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm just an average person. You know, and you should, I should feel fine with just being a normal and average person. Like I read this book, Ego is the Enemy. There was so many examples. Like he's using the example. He's super rich. That every month he's doing the practice of like wearing a ripped shirt, eating just a can of beans the entire day, flying economy or no, flying coach if they were flying private or whatever, just trying to be a person because you can very disassociate from what is a normal person and you start judging everyone. I'm not talking about money here. I'm talking about I had this way before money. I had this since probably when I was a teenager. You're just having this, you know, with all of your faults and you just feel like you're above other people, which is a very, very fucking bad thing. Even nowadays, I could be scrolling Twitter and I see someone more successful in me not in general, in something that I want to be successful at in particular. And my thoughts are still like, hmm, this motherfucker, please, please, if only, if, if only I did my thing, you know, if only in theory, hypothetically, I proceeded to do the thing that they were doing, I, in my head, I'm still better, which is, which is fucked up. It's a disorder. So let me read you more here. Maybe you'll find yourself. Maybe you'll start, you know, searching for answers. Um, let me see which part actually to read because this is a long article used in medical terms, blah, blah, blah. Maybe we can jump to um, signs and symptoms. People with MPD, narcissistic personality disorder, uh, struggle with intense and pervasive feelings of shame, worthlessness, jackpot, low self-compassion, zero self-compassion. Dude, self-compassion for other, Compassion for others? Maybe sometimes. Not always. Like always with the harsh, always with the you can do better, you can do this and that. That's how I was raised. I said that. Um, but self-compassion, zero. Oh, you failed three habits today? You're a piece of shit. Oh, you were working 12 hours and you didn't do 15? You're a piece of shit. Like very, very low self-compassion and self-loading. Uh, their view of themselves is extremely malleable and dependent on others' opinions on them. I can say I'm better in that regard, but I'm struggling less. Like I can say I'm better in that regard. Like even when people leave bad comments on Twitter and YouTube and this and that, I can just scroll by nowadays and not just go into fights and not care about it that much. Maybe because I'm exposed to it more and more like the more my followers grow or whatever viewership like the more numb you get to it but definitely i had a problem with this before and even outside of social media i had this god damn it dude i'm going too much you know now i feel like we just connected this like, oh but now you're gonna know all of your problems he's like so fucking relieved even with all the shit that happened you know my personal situation it just felt like a giant relief to say shit and open some shit you know and other people's opening some shit and saying shit he's like it's the best way to live, dude. Just living with, living with a mask and living with, you know, just pretending and all of that shit is like the, the worst way to live. So now when I say all of this, like you'll know the fucking full picture. You know, on episode, if on episode 100, something big happens, like, I don't know, one of the things that I want to do, Celsius, your Benji explodes and this and that. You can go back and you'll know the full story. I won't nitpick and cherry pick things, not nitpick, just cherry pick things from my life that I would like to show you. Because I mentioned, I started this. One of the reasons is there's people are not authentic enough online. People are not, like they're not going to give you their full self. They're going to cherry pick something. And then you get disappointed that you cannot be them because they try to show you that they're perfect. So I want to show you the real thing. And if I uh, associate it with this, like a lot of times I'm doing self-diagnose, like you'll read a Wikipedia thing. And if you read 15 things, you're going to associate with some symptoms of those 15 things. Like for 12, you're going to be like, oh my God, that's me. Because that's what we do online. We self-diagnose, you know, like you still need to, be diagnosed by someone to tell, yes, you have narcissistic personality disorder, but it's funny to me, like how, how much I, you know, associate with this shit. Um, yeah, opinions on them. They are also hypersensitive to criticism and possess an intense need for admiration. I cannot deny that. People with NPD gain self-worth and meaning through admiration. Yeah, admiration. Individuals with NPD are often motivated to achieve, like this is very fucked up. They're often motivated, blah, Russian, often motivated to, uh, motive. Okay, fuck it, I just use an accent. Individuals with MPD are often motivated to achieve their goals, status, improvement, and perfectionism, and to ignore relationships or avoid situations due to fears of incompetence, failure, worthlessness, inferiority, shame, humiliation, and losing control. So much pain reading this shit. So much fucking pain reading this shit. Let me see what's the next sentence before. Ah, fuck it, look, you can just Google the article. People with MPD will try to gain social status and approval in an attempt to avoid and combat these feelings, often by exaggerating their skills, accomplishments, and their degree of intimacy with people they consider high status. Alongside this, they might have difficulty accepting help, vengeful fantasies, a sense of entitlement, and they may... They, oh, so hard to read at midnight. They may fiend? 
humility. I don't know what is mean. Like they lack humility. I, I get it. They're, they're more likely to try forms of plastic surgery. I haven't thought of that. Due to a desire to gain attention to be seen as beautiful. Well, actually, to be honest, like I'm pretty sure that when, uh, because my, my dad and my grandpa, like their hair fell off like in their younger years, not when they were like 50 or 60, but probably around their 40s. I would definitely be open to like some sort of hair transplant. And if I do, I'm going to tell you because I will have to record podcasts with those weird things they do at Turkey. You know, they give you the line here. You think I'm going to fucking hide? Day one, we're doing the podcast, babe. I actually watched a vlog of, um, I don't know, of Mike Mylak, like Logan Paul's friends, whatever. I don't watch his vlogs. I just watched a couple of videos. And one of it was just going to Turkey. And the first thing they did to him is just shaved his head. And ironically, all the comments were like, you didn't need the hair transplant. You actually look like a badass with no hair. So that's fucking sad, you know? He comes back, he does the entire surgery, and he's like, the internet must love... And he reads the comments. Oh, fuck, they actually like me <laughs> better like this. It's, it's sad. Uh, let, let's just try to go in a direction to, to wrap um, this up. So they mentioned plastic surgery to be seen as beautiful. A sense of personal superiority may lead them to monopolize conversations, look down on others 100% my entire life. Or to become impatient as disdainful. Jesus, Wikipedia, it's so hard to read. What's this disdainful? When other persons talk about themselves, drastic shifts in level of self-esteem can result in a significantly decreased ability to regulate emotions. Not to read the entire thing, you can read it, but I identify with a lot of this shit. Like, there's been a lot of situations when my wife would have been like, hey, these friends, like, she worked at Amazon, and I worked, I don't know, in a unicorn fucking startup for me in my bedroom, you know? And she was like, hey, these people wanted... Uh, to go out and to meet you in this. And I'm like, those people? Those, I, I, me, I would hang out with those people. No, I wouldn't hang out with that guy. I wouldn't hang out with them. I judge them. And, and at the end of the day, you realize like no one is good enough for you. You don't realize that maybe you're not good enough for them. Deep, right? So, God, we went so fucking deep, dude. Like, I'm going to call the title of this is going to be a personal therapy session. Whatever. I, I just hope that this helps people in a way because it helped me when I see other figures that I liked in my life, like whether it's like Logic the Rapper, him being open and singing in songs, a lot of people in the rap industry call him a bitch, call him emotional, call him this, call him that. But the amount of people he helped by just being open and vulnerable about shit, like he helped me just talking on podcasts about his issues and struggles or that doctor, what is that guy, doctor, gamer, whatever, true gamer, GG or whatever. He's a, a gaming guy, like I don't fucking know. He had therapy sessions with people on his channel and he's talking about all sorts of shit is very, very helpful when you realize you're not alone. Oh, you're like, this is a common thing because I truly believe what I'm saying here is not something that I'm unique at. It's like a common thing that 90% of people would hide just to appear as I am, you know, I am the best and I am perfect. So I hope that this helps someone. I don't know. Leave a comment if you do. Is that me asking for validation? Or is like, oh, fuck off, fuck off, whatever. If you want, leave a comment about that. Um... Yeah, so did I go through my list of things that I... Yeah, so, so I see today as a new start. Like I started doing all my habits and workout and everything. And I want to be a better person. I know that this doesn't last forever. I w that's why I'm building this life OS to actually rely on my systems and not on my feelings. Because the feelings can get, just give you a short boost and then it's gone. Maybe the community part of Benji will help me more. Just seeing more people boosting each other up instead of just feeling alone in the entire thing. Um... Yeah, so I think I already mentioned the goals and I already think that uh, I talked and droned on for on and on about which which things will bring me closer to the goal. And I tried to do that today, but without an assistant, it's hard to focus on the right things because the right thing today was answering customers and not letting them wait and paying bills and a lot of shit that I had in my email that I didn't know it was assigned to me, that MG just commented on it. And was it part of some grand goal or a big move? It wasn't, but it was needed today. From tomorrow, I'll clean that up. And I still want to, um, I want to add a tag. Like Benji has this tagging system. You can make a tag group. Like you can make a tag group called energy and you can say energy low, energy medium, energy high. So I want to create a tag group called important, not importance, but like how, oh, I'm lacking words because I'm sleepy at this point how big of a move this is, basically. I don't know, I'm lacking the word for how, what, what, I had the word, what would a tag group be called? It's not importance, like low, medium, and high, but just impact. Impact is a word. Like, what is the impact of this thing? If it's low impact, like, if I have three hours to work, I want to work on things that will have high impact, and then if I get to do the things with low impact, 
I think there's this like Eisenhower matrix of this shit, you know, importance due, like when something is due is more important than the things that would bring more impact. But if nothing is due, if you clear out the other shit, now you work according to impact and not according to, ah, I just felt like working on this. So I hope I'll switch my way of working to impact driven mode instead of like golden retriever squirrel chasing. Oh, this seems like a fun feature mode. Uh, anyway, I wanted to talk about money and I wanted to talk about investments and other shit. I guess we'll make that a topic for another day because this was um, this was long. This was like 15 minutes. Thank you for listening. If you stayed on here, until here, you're a donut. You don't even have to leave the donut. But thank you for listening to this rant. Hopefully it was helpful to you. It was helping. It was helpful to me because I kind of wanted to skip it, you know, bury everything and just put on the kids' mask and start making shit jokes and be like, hey, and this and that. And I just wanted you to feel the entire thing because some friends texted me like, hey, man, Last week on the podcast, you weren't yourself, like something weird was happening. So it's better to tell you and then to see, you know, just me going through the changes and going through all the shit than just wondering what the fuck this guy has, you know, like, I I don't want you to guess shit, basically. Anyway, how much will you charge me for this honest therapy session? Like, I, I think, I hope this was a good episode and everyone, you know, will take their own conclusions and shit from tomorrow, doing it again, the morning routine, even though I'm not going to be able to wake up at seven, I'll prioritize my sleep first. And um, Zico actually texted me today. I'm glad that you're, he was like, can we have a meeting in the afternoon? And I was like, nope, I decided I'm cutting off my work at 4, 4 p.m. sharp. I'm even thinking to use cold, cold turkey blocker, the program that I'm using for blocking my computer at night, which is not on right now, the block at night. I want to do a block at 4 p.m. with a reminder 15 minutes before that at 4 p.m. the computer locks and you don't have access to it until maybe 7.30 p.m. when my daughter falls asleep and I can record podcast just not to be tempted to continue working to continue doing shit um i know this that the time off and this is like how many times i need to repeat this to myself the time off and the breaks bring more benefits than the extra work you're always going to pay for the extra work that you're doing one way or another let's say i do extra three hours every day and then i burn out and then i need to take two days off it's equal amount of time so the time that i took today to rest like yes after after work i spent some family time with my daughter, with my wife, with my parents. And uh, I, I did some small chores at home, but I also let myself just enjoy a Lego and building Legos while talking with my wife and just to have more energy for tomorrow. I think this is the way. I, I hope they'll finally remember that burnout and overworking yourself and burying your feelings at work is not the way. The right way is work-life balance and actually being mindful and chill after your work is done. Hope, hopefully. We'll see if the kids a bingo card. Like... I don't know how many did I hit today in the Kids of Bingo card. Definitely a couple of them. But anyway, guys, it's been a long episode and I'm not going to dig into content and other shit. Um, go in the description, hang out on Twitter, Discord, get my things, do your homework as always, or do whatever the fuck you want because I'm not your mom. You know that, right? And thank you for listening. Who is the singer of Chandelier? See ya, you donuts. Stay strong.